Welcome to the old and the new podcast, Results Show. I'm Mick McGraw. Gibbo. Gib. Alright, Mick. How's it going? Alright, let's see how many knocks at the door we got. Well, happy Halloween. Quite close. Quite yeah. close here, yes. so hopefully none. Yeah, we'll start as we always do. Big win for Lids. Massive win for Lids. 2 1 away to Stafford. Kiam J Harvey. Decent when them two get together, aren't they? Yeah. They haven't full paired them. Well, I was looking at the league as well the other day, and they needed it, didn't they? Yeah. And it's away from home. And the others... Cashville. Cashville, yeah. Bigger win. Under new management. Who's in charge? Steve Murphy. And his assistant is Tom Kelly. Are they taking over full time? Yeah, till the end of the season. Till the end of the season? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, didn't know. I, I genuinely didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. they're uh, taking over for the end of the season. Who scored? Ben Greenock and Nathan Haynes. 2 0 against top of the league. Yeah, I didn't see that coming with a good side stop, or to be fair to them. Massive, yeah. massive win. Yeah. And yourselves? First defeat on Tuesday night. Oh, I forgot about the midweeks. Didn't even check about their midweeks if they had them. No, no one did. Um, lost our first game away at Charnock. Yeah, I was there. We weren't great. No, you shite. Yeah. Um, if I'm going to be honest, probably the best thing that happened to us. Do you think? Yeah. Kick uh, up the arse needed. Got a bit complacent. I think everyone did, even myself. You just think you're going to keep winning, don't you? But then... To be fair, they were decent. Yeah, they were all right. But then you them. look at the league table. The league's harder, there's no easy teams in there, so... And then we went to Norwich on Saturday, we were fourth. Um, we absolutely gave it to them, to be fair. What score was it? 2-0. Could have been a lot more. Who got the goals? Lewis Buckley got the first, and Bobby. Oh, right, Bobby was a game-changer on Twitter, weren't he? Yeah, made a few changes, but we were good. In people's faces, horrible. Hard to beat, and... On midfield, I mean, Jabba was just unplayable, honestly. Um, for the size of the little man, honestly, he just gets, he gets stuck in. He, he's, he's technically gifted, isn't he? He is. The tripod's very good footballer. <laughs> the three of them in midfield, Ben Holmes and Mozzie, three of them are really good. And when you've got goals up, you've got up front, it helps them. Yeah. But yeah, good win. Back, back to winning ways. Back on track. Yeah, so we'll go to the Chester League. This start of this makes me smile. Orange Athletic have been on the end of huge defeats this season in the Trophies Championship. Credit to Roger London and his team for keep, keeping at it, which is fair playing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When many sides might have folded on Saturday, that persistence finally paid off as they earned their first points of the season oh. in a thrilling 4 all draw. 4 all draw. At Hull Rovers. The all-important goals... Came by a double from Ian Thomas and singles from Ryan Morsley and Don Molyneux. I made up, you know. Imagine the scenes and the scoring and in the game. I'd love to know, did they go 4 3? Yeah, what way it went. I generally hope they scored a last minute equaliser. Scenes. <laughs> scenes. And another surprising result Newton Athletic perfect start of the season was ended by Session Alex. Goals from Arnie Jedgy and Ashley Reid gave Session the points and the result we'd seen. FC Farndon stays six points clear at the top. Danny Monaghan replying for Newton. I'm just looking at the table there. Orange are now only bottom 
on goal difference. It's got to be a big goal difference. Though. Sutton, great Sutton are above them with minus four. And Orange, you got minus 53. <laughs> but no, well done. First point, lads. Yeah. That's a big game, that when they play each other. It will be, yeah. Chester Nomad's fourth team took advantage of Newton's defeat and closed the gap, moving to third as they beat Upton Jefferson 6 2. A hat from Trey Latty, a double from James Lloyd, and a single from Jack Bebbington. Yeah, you got Latty's name every week. On to the Premier Division, Hull Rovers. Maintained top spots as they beat the Wagon and Orders 4 2. With Hull's goals coming from Josh Leach, Charlie Bell, James Moloney, and Callum Jones. Hull are now three points clear, having played two games less than the nearest rivals, Black Horse and FC Lockdown. Black Horse with strikes from Farris Baker, Will O'Leary, Matt Keogh. Seen him take the points away at Crystalton to move second. Zach Cavani netting for Crystalton. Must have been 3-1. Shashby Youth. We have a report. So you can guess what's happened. Yeah. Anyone who listens will know what's happened. I'll tell you the score before you read it out tonight. Go on. And I'll tell you the... I don't even know if I've got the lockdown score. Shashby Youth 9. Lockdown 1. Big win that, by the way. Lockdown with flying. And looking at the league, Shafts have dropped the same amount of points as the leaders, who, but they've got games in hand. Oh, they, yeah. So yeah. they're in the mix. Goes. The Shafts hosted second in the league on Saturday, Lockdown FC, which was a bit of a six pointer. Lockdown scored a good goal to take the lead early on. Then the Shafts took control of the game, missing a string of chances, some being easier to score than miss, and in brackets, stay large. The Shafts equalised through Iggy McGraw. I think that's how you spell it. <laughs> that's quite clever from your Ian, though. <laughs> then right on half-time, the same man beat a couple of challenges before he was upended in the in the box. Penalty. Eddie Jeb, Eddie the Spot Jeb converted 2-1 half-time. A minute into the second half, Iggy again fired into the bottom corner from the edge of the box. And lockdown, lockdown's heads went. Iggy was released through on goal five minutes later, which he dispatched hat trick. The floodgates opened after this, after the shaft scoring some good goals. Deck and Bailey scored in quick succession. Two deserved goal scorers after good displays. Young Alex got on the score sheet, following in well after a shot was saved. Sides he then had a cross converted into the net, which he tried to claim the cheeky get. The scoring was finished off with another penalty, which the lively thing converted with ease. Shafts that nine, lockdown one. We get told these are anonymous, don't we? Yeah, we have. There's only one reason why that that's come in this weekend. Yeah, the only one. Be nice if we got one every week off them, though. Yeah, well, I, I want to speak to Crawford because not just when a certain McGraw scores. You know what? I think that's it for the chess league. You know. Can't be. Is it? Yeah. Only any vets games? No vets games at all. Oh, That's it. Small report, that. Yeah, small report. Shall we move on to the West Cheshire League? Yeah, some big results this week. See, this is a bit busier. It's a lot busier. Right, we'll start with 
Thanks to efforts from Adam Smith, aka Sabu. Got the report. Kieran Cartwright and Zach Holland. I'll just read this out and you can do it. Reigning champions, Major World took over at the top the West Cheshire League following a 3 0 eclipse of Cabernet's Villa. Quite a big one this week. Major World 3, Cabernet's 0. Tough game on paper as Cabernet's results have drastically improved, especially last week's 7 1 win at McGull. But we flew out the tra- traps and dominated possession for long periods, with Cape always offering a threat on the break. About 30 minutes in, we took a deserved lead when Sab beat the keeper to the ball and stabbed it home. We had other chances in the first half to extend our lead but didn't take them. Half time, 1-0. Second half, same sort of pattern again, with us missing a few good chances and Cape looking dangerous on the break until the game changed on the 65th minute when Sab beat the keeper to the ball and clipped it goalwards, forcing the keeper to handle outside the area and get a red card. Double punishment as Kieran top-binned the resulting free-kick. 2-0 game over. After numerous missed chances, Zach Tyler-Holland made a 3-0 in injury time. Superb discipline performance from the whole squad. Man of the match, Sab. Finally a performance like the old Sab. Wonder what ruined them. That was too easy for them, innit? Too easy for them, yeah. Yeah. Previous leaders, Bootle St Edmunds, dropped to third place of the... Capitulated 3-0 to second place challenges. Newton who confirmed the victory with goals from Liam Smith, Joe Walsh and Ross McDowell while Elsmere Paul Town were on the receiving end of, against Marine under 23s. Lewis Waller, Thomas Hewitt, Harrison Denton and Alex Northover applying the finishing touches in a 4-0 triumph. A hat-trick from Lewis Jarvis anchored the th- Marshalls 3-2 results win over the Liverland Remica Reserves who had Elliot Taylor and Kieran Hughes in reply. It was celebration time for Ray who pulled off a 3-2 win over Mossley Hill Athletic, inspired by Dave Kelly Double and Eddie Althorn, with the other Owen Cassidy and Paul Pearson on target for the hosts. They always off points Mossley. Yeah. That's the problem. Oh, big results there, though. big one for you. <coughs> yeah. Lewis Shaw netted Vezwell, but it was, was McGull who profited. Jay Hooper 2, Simon Pearce sharing goals in a 3-1 win. Yeah, we have a report of Ezreal. The tough start to the season carried on for us. We travelled to McGull hoping to build on a strong performance last week at Bootle. I appreciate that sounds mad as we were beaten 5-0, but the attitude and performance was much better. As we know in football, things rarely go to plan, and we were 3-0 down inside 25 minutes. A much improved second half was good to see and Louis Shaw netted a good goal to give us hope but that was as good as it got and we lost the game 3-1. We won't hide behind anything and we know we haven't been good enough but I'm confident we will turn it round and won't be down the bottom come the end of the season. I'll take the blame if we are. That's off Peter Matthews isn't it? Well Robbie Matthews is chairman. the chairman yeah. Elsewhere, Matty Beeman and Zach Cattersby bagged the goal each as Vauxhall Reserves overcame basements over Prescott Cables 2-1. Back to winning ways. Ryan McMahon scored Cables consolation. Putin Vic's domination of Division 2 scene continued and their 12th consecutive league victory was confirmed and goals from Steve Forbes and Tam- Sam Turner secured a 2-1 decision over local rivals Putin Royal who hit back by Ben Horwitz. Got a report, report and it's Howitt. I've been informed multiple times. Howitt. Sorry, Howitt, lad. Yeah. Off Putin Royal. 
Pool Vicks 2, Pool Royal 1, great to visit the old Vicks ground again and they've done a great job restoring the ground and facilities. We lost the game but pleased with our performance against top of the table and felt we deserved something from the game. We executed our game plan well which stifled the Vicks but also gave us a platform to create several opportunities. As the game went into the second half it opened up and the Vicks took the lead but we responded well and equalised quickly through Ben Howard's header. The winning goal looked a good few yards offside from our point of view and then we saw a stonewall penalty appeal turned away when Ant Evans was well positioned in the box and the defender came through the back of him without getting the ball. The ref decided there wasn't enough contact. But we had enough chances through the game, which we didn't take ourselves, in brackets, mostly myself. <laughs> so can't complain too much. Fix just seem to be in that good of a habit of finding a way to win games at the moment. So credit to them and good luck for the rest of the season. Cheers, boys. Flying of X, aren't he? To be fair, once you get in that role, 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 yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to stop, isn't it? Winning breeds, winning, doesn't it? It does, yeah, and, and they've done really well. However, you find the results. Well done. The Takington brothers called the shot for Uncorn Sports to be built reserve 7 4, at least struck six times. Six? With John also on target <laughs> for the visitors. Because that's his brother, Radigan. Yeah. Uh, fair play, that's it. That's Banging goals in there, Mike. Cam Grant 2, Mamadou Jarby, and Joao Gomez netted for the visitors. 7 4. Thriller. Efforts from Ellis Bain, Tom Black and Fenton Kavanagh had Malaby 3 up after 16 minutes at Hellsby before a strong second half from the host during which they replied to Connor Bushell, Will Mowbray and Owen Kucharski to earn a deserved point. A solitary effort from Mark Doran was enough from a goal reserve to take all three points of the trip to West Kirby while second place Sutton Athletic were indebted to goals from Lee Ludgate, Joe Fernyhow and Matt Hall for the 3-1 results over Marshall Reserves. Farid Hatimi netted for the visitors. Division 3. Cape Reserves. Harlow Brian Williams negated by a reply from Pilton Vicks Neil Ellison. And that result edged second place Vicks a point nearer to current leaders, Ainsley Villa Reserves. Evan Perry bagged the game's only goals, West Cape Reserves, accounted for Hesel Reserves. With Ethan Hansen followed suit with his goals, saw Runcorn. Sports reserves trying for Brainhill. John Skipsky scored for Ellsbury Paul Time Reserves, who went down 2 1 at Chester Nomads. And despite his efforts from Scott Fogg, George Finley, Groves lost 6 2. A turn to Southwark Pill Thirds, Mike Thomas, Hattrick, Joe Ferguson, Alex Yates, and Jack Bryant. And that's us. We've got the a report <coughs> of Calma. That being played? No, but he sent a report. So. Goes. Neston versus Kelmer. Game called off at 3.30pm as the referee did not show up. Apparently the referee made contact with the league at 12.30pm on the day and both clubs weren't informed. Shite that. And I've also got something off the hoot. A video that has been asked if it can be used on the podcast. But my my thoughts are no. <laughs> I'll show you the video later, but it's a great video. 
I will say it's a great video. That's where Cheshire done then. Yep. We move on to Sunday. Mm. The race for promotion in the Maxwell Barber Division 1 is certainly going to go the full distance with JPL Jets sitting out today as they are the odd team. But the next five clubs all won. Now, obviously he's mentioned JPL Jets there. Can we have a chat about JPL Jets and how well they're doing? Um. Because I got pulled in the pub yesterday and said we never mention them, we never talk about them, we're top of the league, we're flying. I did tell them, send us a report and you'll be talked every week. But don't say I didn't mention you, okay? <laughs> Second place, Wellington FC were involved in a local derby at AFC Shafts. And thanks to strikes from Matty Croft, Tom Bradshaw and Billy Rainbow, they won 3-1. Luke Rowland's getting the reply. Bushel Athletic with a Bengal of a pen, Elliot Spencer and Luke Naylor goals. And in third place, even though they have the same points and goal difference, have scored less goals than Wellington. They called the tune of Wirral Radio 3-0. Loves that. Yeah, he loves it, he? Loves it. Cheese had all the answers to inflict a 4-2 defeat on Rig Move FC. With Nick Lynch, Sam Hughes with a double and Cam Nuttall all netting. Callum Haynes and Josh McEwen replying for rig move. With lots of criticism of the match officials in the national game at all levels, the referee in this game was outstanding. Eastern Rangers Colts scalped Woodchurch Rovers 4-0 with Dylan Thomas, Matty Howe, Harry Davis and Andy Rogers all netting a goal each. And the owner's debut. Because you left the Queens and back there. He's gone to Eastern. He was at Eastern last year. Was it Rivica, weren't he? No, they were in a different league, weren't he? Oh, really, yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. How come he's gone there? I uh, don't know. don't know. He just said his goodbyes and he spoke to the gaffer and that was that. Upton Town, who are the only unbeaten team in the Maxwell Barber Division 1, but have played fewer games, sunk MSC Eastern 5-0. Callum Maynick with a brace and singles from Lee Carter, Danny Andrew. And Sam Sutton did the all-important damage. No reports from any Division 1 teams. Disappointing. We'll have to get on them. We'll message us privately. Here's where we, where we start. I'll read this before you get into your first report. Fenton Kavanagh bagged a four-goal haul for Beechwood FC to take pole position in the Premier Division for the Ryan Giggsy Averton Trophy. Ben O'Neill and Owen McMahon and the strike each to make it 6-0 at KRCT Bidston. Beachwood 6, KRCT Bidston 0. Oh, you don't realise what you've just done there. No, I do, I do it. I want to start by paying my respects to Degger's dad who passed recently. Thoughts are with Degger and his family from everyone at the Soch. Yeah, it was sad. Sad, oh yeah. Yeah. Nice start though, nice little Yeah, it is, yeah. Thinking of your dagger lad. Great result for us this week against the tough biddy side. Out with the out with the old and in with the new, as Mr Beachwood must have had better things to do this week. But thankfully, uh, Erling Cavs number one fan, Gib Gibbo came down to what? Yeah, I was there as Listen, well. Lads, obviously family time sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um ten minutes in, Duffy headed down. 
headed one down from a corner and Ailing was there for a few yards with the a few yards out of volley home one nil so twenty minutes later they were they were at it again when a Duffy back heel sent Ailing who smashed it into the roof of the net and sending us two nil at half time. Fifteen minutes into the second half, Ailing beats his man and scores from a tight angle, completing his hat trick and sending Gibbo for an early roast. <laughs> Before Gibbo had even got to the gate it was four as C Mac flicked on an Ailing cross for Benno to volley home at the second attempt after a great save from Leon in the biddy net. Ten minutes later, a free kick on the edge of the box. Guess who steps up to take it? Ailing. Ailing's free kick rattled the bar and bounced down to Owen McMahon a few yards out who couldn't miss 5 0. I'll be honest, I can't really remember the sixth goal, but it was Ailing again from inside the area for his fourth and our sixth. Shouts out to our defence, by the way, fantastic today. Two clean sheets in a row and only eight goals conceded in ten games with different back four every week due to availability. Good luck to Avo, John and the Biddy for the season. It can't be easy putting two teams together, but it will click for them soon. It's always going to take time to settle up the fucking sosh. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So you're saying up the fucking sosh. To be fair, I got down there a couple of minutes in. As I'm walking over, someone missed a sitter. I think it was Rob Cole. Somebody said, and there wasn't much in the game. Beachwood were better. Biddy were, you know, they had players missing. Obviously, Dagger weren't there, but they had Dale playing centre half. Benno playing right back. But they were in the game up until Fenton just scored from nothing. Just fell to him goal. And then his second goals, he drills one top in, some strike, and then it started raining, right? So I moved 20 yards back under the tree. I've got to put this into context because I felt like a mini celebrity. Stop it. I did when I was leaving. So I thought to myself, hang on, see, you know. So Biddy had a little go. Jamie, Jamie Kelly's made a double save, good double save. You know, I said to whoever was speaking to you, they've got to score that to get in the game a bit, you know what I mean? And then Fenton gets put through, he's got two defenders to beat. I think they both go to ground. Stupid with his pace. Once you're on the ground you're out of the game, aren't you? Yeah. And he slots it from a tight angle. So standing with Reese and I said, I'm off. Next thing I get shouted, Gibbo, see you later. And then another one, Gibbo, ta-da! Gibbo, have you seen enough? Yeah, well, bye. I was like, so Jamie Kelly shouting at me as well, by the way, over the report last week. I know, but we can only read out what gets sent. Well, last in. week we only got sent a video, remember? Oh, yeah, we did last And week. I was told off, Jake told me off because I only mentioned the fact that Ireland scored and not the fact that the video showed the keeper kicking it to him. <laughs> and that's what Jamie started shouting at me as I was walking away as well. Well, can fix it, he said. No, they look good to beat you. They look strong. And to be fair to Young Fenton, he just scores, doesn't he? Just scoring goals. Doing well, Young Fenton. Yeah. Last season's Cheshire Cup finalist met for the first time this season. And the first of three meetings inside four weeks in different competitions. Nestor Nomads took the honours at Dock AFC. The scores were level at 2 all with eight minutes to go. Only for Callum Holmston to score a screamer for the Neston side. Also on the mark for the Nomads were Reese Kerr and Luke Blondell. Replying for the dock, dock were Dean Nunn and Ben Wood. Disappointed Keynes, he's been sending reports in. And that's a big win. 
Uh, I, I think it's a massive win. It's a big win for the rest of the league, by the way. Yeah, but I, I think... I think obviously a great start from the Dock, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, which has put them in the, in the position they are, but... From what... Obviously, I haven't seen much. I've only watched the Dock twice, I think. Or once, I think. But don't seem to be getting the same team every week. No, they don't. Uh, obviously, I haven't seen them, but I believe they had 18 there this week. But yeah, it was a different team again. But well done to Neston. Tough, tough game, Neston, you know. Tough. They like the Docks bogey side, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they've always beat the Docks. And then they've tough the Nash, haven't they, as well? Got the, and the Nash, yeah, and he said another one. Don't know what the other competition is, but... Current champions, Rock Ferry, had to work overtime to get back to winning ways in a high-scoring game with Lancel and Glenhaven. Connor Doyle was the main man for the Ferry boys, who hit a four-goal salvo with efforts from Joe... Whittle and Key Hughes in a 6-4 win. John Adidirian. Danny Stevens, Joe Downey and an own goal replying for Lancelin. Both teams will meet again next week in the Whittle Premier Cup at the same venue. Another high-scoring game could be on the cards as Rock Ferry won 5-1 earlier in the season. I'd be good if I scored four. I didn't win. He won? Once never. Oh, four got a four meant as a I player. I scored four. The team, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I just mean if my team scored four, I yeah. can't win. I, I thought you meant Connor scoring no, four. No, I just think. Yeah, four should be enough. That should be well enough. And your strikers are scoring them. Like John's a striker. Joe Downey plays high. They're scoring the goals and creating the goals. You're gonna look at your defence and have a go, aren't you? Tough that. So you know, you. Was it who's going was that? So, but obviously, only game called off due to the weather was the Queen's fl- at the float again. So what's going on there then? Called off Saturday night. Got the ref to go and inspect why, 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 why is he going to Saturday, Saturday night? Saturday night? Why is it Sunday morning? Isn't that the... Generally don't know. I've got a video of the pitch on Sunday morning. It needs a little br- brush of the water out the garden. It's fine. You know what do always? I'm on, I'm on here now. Who d- why do you just keep going to places and video? I didn't video. We didn't video this one. You oh, you didn't video this no. one. So whoever was on the next pitch videoed it and sent it to us and said, "Why is this game off?" The latest is bad then, aren't they? Why? Right. Huh? Send them videos. The queens, queens, queens. Don't do all the videos, do they? Well, that's what you do. Right. The week before, we were totally had off. Nah, new ones. You know, this week they've been they've been clever. The float. They've been clever. If they've got lads missing going out, I don't know. I know a load of them went to Fleetwood on the Saturday to watch. Don't know how many of the players like, but a bit clever. So, who have you got this week? This week, we play... Oh, well, it's off. It's off. What can you call that? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you now. This week's off. Biddy in the park in the Widow Cup. Why is it off? It's off. I'm talking to you. I'll... T- well, 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 let's get another video. Get the Queens get another video up. Hey, video Queens. It'll probably be deserved if, to be off this week. There's a game on it the day before, and the weather's not meant to be great, but it's a similar story in Division 2 as it is in the Maxwell Barbers Division 1 with all the top teams winning. Division leaders, Prenton FC, went goal crazy, romping to a 9 0 win with Luke Wynn hitting the treble. The Evergreen, Matty O'Shea and Tom, Tom Malloy with a brace each and further strikes from Leon Jones 
and Ryan Morris in a 9-0 victory over Barker's armchair. Sheridan's, who are a point behind Prenton with two games in hand, certainly know where the back of the net is. He's into a 7-0 result over AFC right, Park right, North. We probably before we go there, so didn't the Evergreen mm-hmm. Matty O'Shea score? Yeah. Where, where was that? I, I never heard it. I said the Evergreen, Matt, I said the Evergreen Matty O'Shea got a brace. Oh, sorry, I, I thought you were putting that in yourself. No, no. no. John put it in, as he said. Yeah, he's put it in the Evergreen Matty O'Shea. He loves it, Matty, doesn't he? <laughs> to be fair, last week I had to send him the report where it says Evergreen because the report he had, or he's read off somewhere else, didn't have Evergreen on, so <laughs> I don't know if John's playing games with us. Yeah, like it, John. Sheridan 7, Park North 0. Took us a while to get going, but once we did, the goal started going in. It was a very physical game, lots of lots of good 50-50 challenges. We went in winning 3-0 to half-time, then another 4 in the second half to finish 7-0. Well done to the Park North for fighting till the end. Our goals coming from Leon Jones 3, Leon Bowef 2, Max Tatler 1, Mike Dobbs 1, man of the match, Dylan Doyle, who had a very tidy game in the middle of the park. Cheers, lads. Mm-hmm. Whitby Rangers, who won Division 3 last season, have games in hand and still undefeated in the league. Earned all three points at Barcode FC with a 5-1 victory and had Brad Bland on hand with a hat-trick supplemented by singles from Tom Ruffer and Sam Cooper. Paul Johnson replying for Barcode. Vicky Colts, who had Owen Hughes, Mike Williams and an own goal, registered a fine 3-0 win over Glenhaven Athletic. Yeah, very bored. Another really tough Sunday morning. Absolutely nothing between the two teams. But somehow ended up losing 3-0. Gifted them a couple of goals and missed a few chances ourselves. Getting messages of both start and centre mid saying they couldn't get there on the morning of the game. Didn't help either. Got to start get, getting to games and training, lads. Good luck for the season, Vicky Colts. Got a feel for Phil. Ah. Every week someone lets him down. Yeah. It's tough. But Eagle and Stirrup, who had Jamie Gaskell and Jack Gibson, moved into the quarterfinals of the Tony Smith Memorial Cup, winning their tie 4-2 on penalties after finishing 2 all in normal time with Lions FC. Paul Ryan and Lions, both, both were at Lions goals. Makes me laugh. There were no tricks or treats at AFC Teamer. As they lost to the form team, Old Parks, 6-2. A report of the team, eh? A little bit of deja vu from nine weeks ago against Parks, where they come out flying and score three goals in the first 20 minutes again. This time, they got two from corners and one from the spot. We managed to make it 3-2 with Kyle Puffer getting in the box on both occasions, running from wide to make it make two nice finishes. Ryan Innes and Jack Grimes with the assists. As we thought... We was back into it, Old Parks scored day four just before the half-time after a mix-up of our centre-back and keeper. Just after the half, they got their fifth and killed any chance of getting back into it. Old Parks got their sixth and final goal from the spot. Game was closer than the scoreline suggests. Okay, goals for Old Parks. Declan Ray with two, Jack Harrison with two, Anthony Povel and Adam Lamb. Lamb even. Old Parks up the hell. As West Kirby United dropped two vital points at Athletic VH. No, I don't know. A double strike from Louis Fox with the usual mandatory goal from John Skipsey and all three points for Oval FC. 
over AFC Rayburn, while the young referee had a fabulous game. There was also plenty more young referees coming into the game, especially in the Wirral area. They've certainly made their mark. A treble each for Jay Harvey and Rob Mars, with an Alex Butterworth also getting on the score sheet, inflicted a 7-2 win against Wirral Athletic. <laughs> Joe Roberts scoring for Wirral Athletic. Doesn't actually say what team, but it's the Panthers, isn't it? It's the Panthers. It's just weird, that. Didn't they send the reports in? Do you know what? Something come on my phone saying to me a notification from the Panthers, but I can't find nothing anywhere. We do apologise if you have sent and it in. Also, I've noticed, I only noticed today, haven't I, that people tag the Twitter with the reports, the match reports on Twitter. Yeah. But if you want us to read them out, send them to the you know message the the Twitter accounts so I don't actually go on the only new one much and I didn't know that happened but that's us got no oh yeah I've got one rumour it's not rumour but well, the text message from someone from Asheville yeah I'd like to wish Tommy Johnson well um, as he's he moved gone? to Dubai Seen for him. work They'd like to thank him for his services. Seen a club. picture of it, yeah. Yeah. To be fair, mate, that's goals. He scored goals, doesn't he? Yeah, hard. it yeah. does. But if you've heard the kids walking past the house, no one's actually knocked because they must have seen you coming in and were too scared. I just got dressed up as you, mate. <laughs> you know. But it's been a quite... Uh, do you know what, as well? I just went out and bought 40 packs of sweets. I made up with them this time because, like, I'm in my house. <laughs> You're not in your house. I'm in your house. I'm fine. Thank you. Yeah. Good luck the weekend, everybody.